This evening's sermon was written quite a long time ago, around the year 400 AD to be only semi-exact. Yet, by the year 400, this very act of keeping vigil as we have been and are doing now was already an old custom, and in many ways ancient to those believers as well. But yet, on this most holy of all nights, we watch and we remember, just as St. John Chrysostom did all those many years ago. It has become a tradition in the Orthodox Church and in many Anglican and Episcopal churches to read this sermon of St. John Chrysostom on this night. It is a welcoming sermon, a sermon inviting all to come and enjoy the heavenly feast. St. John was given the title Chrysostom, which means golden-mouthed, because of his eloquent speaking and highly charged sermons. When he preached this sermon, John Chrysostom was the Archbishop of Constantinople, present-day Istanbul in Turkey. Much could be said about him and his life, but that will have to wait for another time. Instead, travel back to the year 400 on a dark night, just like now, and you have seen and heard everything we have just said and done. And now you hear these words from St. John Chrysostom. Whoever is a devout lover of God, let her enjoy this beautiful, bright festival. Whoever is a grateful servant, let him rejoice and enter into the joy of his Lord. And if any be weary with fasting, let her now enjoy what she has earned. If any have toiled from the first hour, let him receive his due reward. If any have come after the third hour, let her with gratitude join in the feast. If any have come after the sixth hour, let him not doubt, for he too shall not be deprived of anything. And if any have delayed until the ninth hour, let her not hesitate, but let her come too. And he that has arrived only at the eleventh hour, let him not be troubled over his delay. For the Lord is gracious and receives the last, even as the first. He gives rest to those that come at the eleventh hour, as well as to him that has toiled from the first. Yes. To this one he gives, to that one he bestows. He honors the former's work and he, and he praises the latter for his intentions. 
Let all then enter into the joy of our Lord, both the first and the last, and those who even come after. Enjoy your reward. Rich and poor, dance with one another. Sober and slothful, celebrate this day. Those who have kept the feast, those who have kept the fast, those who have not, rejoice today, for the table is richly spread. Feast royally upon it, for the calf is a fatted one. Let no one go away hungry. All of you enjoy this banquet of faith. Let all enjoy the riches of God's goodness. Let no one cry over his poverty, for the universal kingdom has appeared. Let no one mourn that he has fallen again and again, for forgiveness has risen from the grave. Let no one fear death, for the death of our Savior has set us free. He has destroyed death by enduring it. He spoiled the powers of hell when he descended into hell. Isaiah foretold this when he cried, Death has been frustrated in meeting him below. Hell is frustrated, for it is destroyed. Hell is frustrated, for it is annihilated. Death is frustrated, for now death is made captive. For death grabbed a body and discovered God. Death took earth, and behold, it encountered heaven. Death took what was visible and was overcome by what was invisible. O oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, death, where is your victory? Christ is risen and the demons themselves are cast down. Christ is risen and life is set free. Christ is risen, and the tomb is emptied of death. For Christ, having risen from the dead, is become the first fruits of those who sleep, the first fruits of us who have been asleep. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.